cooler, a little bit cooler, right? Tuesday afternoon. Are you excited about the weather? I am. I love this weather. It's, <laughs> it doesn't last long in it's Texas. It's not 190. Right. It doesn't last long in Texas, two or three weeks to a month. But, man, when it's here for those two or three weeks or a month in fall and spring, it, it's really, really awesome. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, joins us talking Texas Ranger baseball. And, Jeff, how's the weather for you? Is this a little bit more manageable? Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, my, my son had a baseball tournament over the weekend, and it was smoking hot Saturday and then a little little cooler Sunday. And then the last two days have been great. I'm wearing a jacket. I'm <laughs> wearing a jacket. That's greatness. Yeah. Rangers, they, they, uh, they have kind of – moved theirself into a possibility of postseason again only two games back behind the astros who are red hot right now but but the rangers kind of lingering around right now jeff yeah you know i mean they, they've never been out of the picture i mean it felt like it but they've never been out of contention and and you know we talked we've talked about it before the the schedule the, the the teams they've got to beat are right in front of them. They didn't beat the Astros. They didn't come close. But you know they're they get a shot at the Blue Jays. They took care of business last night. Um, the Mariners, meanwhile, lost four in a row. So the Rangers are, are back in the third wild card spot. So I mean, you know, it's it's what 19 games ago. I think it is. That's a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 you know, think of an NFL season. It's 17 games. All right, <laughs> the Rangers have a long way to go. A lot can happen. A lot is happening. You know, the, the the Mariners lost an extra innings to the Angels. They've lost four in a row, so they're kind of cooling off from what they did in in uh, August. I mean, shoot, the the A's beat the Astros last night. So I mean, there's it's it's not done. It's definitely not done. And then, you know, the Rangers can lose a night and fall right back out, but they could win the next day and be right back in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a roller coaster these next few few weeks. Is this going to be a situation where it may come down to the final game of the season to know if the Rangers are even going to have an opportunity for postseason play? You think? Yeah, you know that uh, that's that that's a four game series at Seattle, and uh, I mean those are those are those are looking like four huge games. And of course, they've the Rangers have got to take care of business the next three, and they really need to win this series against the Blue Jays. I mean, they need to win every series going out. I mean, that, that's that's kind of. You know the mantra throughout the season is just win series. Well, now they just need to win series. They, you know, a sweep wouldn't hurt them at some point here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, seven of the last ten games against the Mariners—that's a big deal. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, what is the brightest spot that you've seen over the last couple of weeks from this Rangers team being, if nothing else, resilient? Yeah, you know, there is that. I mean, you know, some of those, you know, you kind of got to throw out that Astros series. It was just the utter destruction. Although the first game, it was tied going to the seventh, you know, and um, if, if you're, if you're looking for a bright spot, you know, individually speaking, you know, you, you got to start with Corey Seeker who just continues to hit, continues to produce. Um, he, he's just steady as a rock. Um, you know, Mitch Garver has been very, very good. I think I think the last last four or five days you've seen uh, Leody Tavares, you've seen Jonah Heim kind of start to get things together. And remember, the Rangers are playing without Josh Young and Adolis Garcia. It's possible that Josh Young is back this weekend, which would which would be a huge boost. Uh, Bruce Bochy expects Garcia to be back at some point before the end of the year. So, 
there, there's a potential for this team to get to get better offensively. Uh, the, the, the pitching is, is, you know, one of the most amazing stats I think I've ever seen is you know, the Rangers went went 23 games without a win by their starting pitcher. Dane Dunning ended that last night, so that kind of tells you that a the rotation hasn't been all that good, and when it has been good, <laughs> the bullpen's been terrible. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess the good news is. You know the Rangers have won three in a row. Uh, they 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 probably start to feel a little bit better about themselves. They have their top prospect up. I think he's given the team a little bit of help and maybe a little bit of a boost. So um, things are trending the right way. You when you and I talked last week, it, the conversation about Josh Young was the possibility of him not coming back. With them surging the way they are, he probably will get an opportunity, right? Yeah, he's he's going to go see the uh, the guy who operated on his thumb uh, in Arizona on Wednesday, I think, Wednesday or Thursday this week. And uh, if he gets cleared, he's going to be he's going to fly to Cleveland, and they may they may plug him right into the lineup. I would think that they'd want to see him hit. Maybe they'd have fly in a minor leaguer and, and have have this guy throw uh, young some live batting practice, just you know, and or he could just swing out to Arizona for a day where the you know, the Rangers have a bunch of players still out there. Uh, instruct started this week, so they have some arms that could that could throw him some live pitching. Um, so if it could be Friday, it could be Saturday. But then again, if the doctor says, nah, I don't know about that, give it another week, then <laughs> we got to wait another week. But things are definitely turning the right way. He's been swinging a bat, taking ground balls, playing catch. So it, it, it's all it's all looking like he's going to return sooner than later. How much would that help this this roster? And if nothing else, not just help. The roster on the field, but the clubhouse and everything that goes along with that, have him walk back in there. Yeah, I mean he's one of the guys. You know, he, he's a, he's established himself. I know he's a rookie, but he he established himself as a as a key cog in this thing. And you know, I think I think one thing that that has been overlooked is that his defense has really been missed. You know, you know mm-hmm. Ezekiel Duran is a shortstop by trade, second baseman by trade. He's okay at third, but what he had a three-error game uh, one of those days. Uh, you, you've seen Josh Smith, who's a good defensive player, have a have a couple bobbles here. Young, honestly, I think he was, you know, a, a contender for the for the the Gold Glove. I mean, he still may be. He, he was that good. So I think that'll help. That you know, that helps the pitching staff. That helps get get the other team off the field. Get the Rangers back back up to to the plate. And then we'll just see what happens offensively. I mean, he's he's it's going to be a month when he hasn't seen a pitch, you know, and then so that that's going to be a challenge. You, you see it with everybody except for Corey Seager, you know. There, there's no no rehab assignment. Just going to throw you in and 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 hope for the best. And it's going to take a couple of games. So, um, but to have him for the last two weeks to upgrade the offense, upgrade the defense, that's a that's a pretty big deal. How big has Simeon been for this team, especially in September? Yeah, you know he's a. Uh, He's, you know, he's an Iron Man. He's, he. I think that's, you know, when when you look at all that he does, he's 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 there every day, and he's not just playing 162. He's showing up early. He's working out. He's taking, um, you know, optional fielding practice, optional batting practice. He's out there, so he he works his tail off. <clears throat> it 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 sets a, a sets a tone for the 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 team. You know, not just the leadoff homers, but if you want to be a championship caliber player, you got to play and work like Marcus Simeon. 
and uh, you know, he's he's to for these guys uh might walk in feeling tired and you see him, he's played every game and he's out there taking ground balls that he doesn't need to be taken and taking batting practice that he doesn't need to be taken. That's gotta that's gotta you know, leadership by example. It's gotta get guys who are feeling down in the dumps, feeling a little bit like, Boy, if this guy's doing this and he's you know, in his thirties and he's got four or three or four kids and he's got all kinds of stuff going on and he's still out here working hard. Why can't I work hard? When you look at this team, especially where they are and so close to maybe getting into the postseason play, I, I asked you this earlier in the season, but who is who is the face of the franchise? Who is the leader in the clubhouse? Who is the unsung hero on this baseball team? Is there one? You know, I don't think they have a lot of rah-rah guys. You know, Simeon's not a rah-rah guy. Seager for sure isn't. Um, I, I would think that you know, you, you always want to lean on your catchers, but but both Carver and Heimer are kind of quiet guys. Uh, maybe there's a Nate Lowe. I know that Martin Perez. I know he's in the bullpen, but he he leads. Um, but I think when Marcus Simeon talks, you know, people listen and uh, face of the franchise. You know, do you go with your best guy? You know, do, is Corey Seager the, the most recognizable guy? Is it Max Scherzer and his two crazy eyes? You know, I I, I don't know, but. Um, there, there are veterans on this team who, who know how to win. I think they, they lead by example, but I think when they speak, it, it, it means a lot. There's a, there's a lot behind it. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN central Texas. And when you look at this bullpen and we've talked about it almost to nauseum about this bullpen, do they have enough to win a playoff series? Well, you know, if if you look at the way the playoffs have gone, just overall in baseball lately, the trend is to lean on bullpens. You know, if if a starter gets in trouble and is his third time through the lineup, he's out. Yeah, you know, it, it could be the it could be the fifth inning. They don't care. Um, I think I think that Mike Maddox and Bruce Bochy are a little bit different in that regard. I think they want to lean on their starters, and you know, uh, it was it was. Six, you know, what was it last night? Five to three in the sixth, and then mm-hmm. the Rangers, or the seventh, the Rangers scored five. Dane Dunning was at around ninety pitches. They send them back out to try to get some, some more out of them, try to rest the bullpen a little bit. But when when the bullpen, when the starting pitchers, when this team's been at its best, the starters, and this is probably for everybody, starters have gone six or seven. Uh, the relievers have haven't you know, haven't had to re- rely on guys who aren't the most trustworthy, uh, and also. When the Rangers are winning games twelve to one, ten to four, fifteen to nothing, all the back end guys get get a break. So so Aroldis Chapman, Will Smith, they're not young guys anymore. Um when they're pitching every other day or every third day, they've been really, really good. So, you know, it's it's kinda do you lean on the bullpen a little bit more if you get to the postseason? You know, do you lean on Montgomery and of course Scherzer and, and, and John Gray, who's been pretty durable? Do you lean on the, that that trio? Uh, to get you into the sixth or seventh at least, and, and that way you can really, really limit who, who the, the pool of relievers that you want to use. When you look at the starting rotation for this team, do they do they have enough to be able to do it exactly what you're saying? Give that bullpen an opportunity to just be called on when absolutely needed. You know, if if Max Scherzer's forearm tightness is 
okay. If he's figured out a way to manage it, he's going to give you six or seven. That's just right. his, that's just his track record. That's who he is. Um, you know, he's one of the most, uh, maybe these last this last season and a half uh, as the exception. He's one of the most durable starters of the last twenty years. Let's say um, he just goes out there and fights. And you know, Jordan Montgomery, his pitch counts have kind of piled up here. I think honestly. I think he's gotten a little little too reliant on the fastball changeup combination. I think he probably ought to mix in a cutter or two just to, to give hitters a different look. But, you know, when he was first came over, he was very, very good from, from the Cardinals. You know, he went eight innings in one start and left with a one nothing lead that the Rangers promptly blew. Uh, Gray, you know, got a quick hook the other the other night uh, against the, the A's. He was cruising along and then couldn't couldn't throw a strike and couldn't get anybody out. But he he's been a guy that can, that can get you six or seven. So you hope that the, the the pieces are in place. You hope that's the group that can do it. And um, but yeah, if you get in a short series and you have Max Scherzer, you, you've got a little bit of an advantage, I think. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, isn't that kind of a nice change of pace to have the the management and the coaching staff that has the belief of, Hey, we've got to let our starters get into this a little bit more and, and make them more responsible for this baseball team, because that in the past few years, absolutely has not been the case for the Texas Rangers. Yeah. You know, you, let's go look at their, their, their best playoff runs. It was a different time in baseball and granted, even though it was only, you know, what thirteen and twelve years ago, mm-hmm. you know, Cliff Cliff Lee was throwing complete games in the postseason, and 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 going to the seventh, uh, even when he wasn't pitching all that well, um, you had Colby Lewis and, and C.J. Wilson. And no matter what you think of C.J. Wilson, <laughs> that guy was really good for two years. He really was, and usually, and usually got you into the sixth or the seventh. Um, but, you know, the, it, Mike Maddox was the the common thread there, the pitching coach. You know, he believes in, in, in getting, you know, your starters are your best pitchers. He believes in trying to get the most out of them. Uh, I think Bruce Bochy feels that way. You look at the teams that he's taken to the World Series, uh, and those pitching staffs were phenomenal. Uh, or rotations were phenomenal. The, the interesting one is, is Chris Young, who's a you know, general manager, is a major league pitcher, always wanted to go deep in games. But the, the one World Series he won was at the Royals, and man, did they limit their starters! And once you got to the fifth, it, the starter was done, and they went with a great bullpen. But he knows that the Rangers don't have a great bullpen. Definitely not anything like that Kansas City bullpen. So, if it, you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see. You know, you're going to have your analytics guys, you're going to have your your baseball instinct guys, and I think that that they're the ones who are in charge. So I, th- I think that they may win out, but um, it's it'll be something it'll be something to watch to see how these guys go try to attack the postseason if they get there. Jeff, which one's more important to you? Is it the analytics or is it just good old-fashioned baseball and going with what your gut tells you? Well, yeah, I, my, Mike Maddox says it this way, and everybody thinks he's old school, and he, he is, but <clears throat> analytics shouldn't be the guide. You know, what experience experience is, 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 is what should be the guide, and, and these guys have the experience that what what they know has told them and made them very successful in him and Bruce Bochy for, for many years. And I think, I think that's what they would push for. Bochy's the guy in the dugout making the decisions with, with, with Maddox on the pitching. 
Um, now I think that they know, I think they know when guys have their limits. I think, you know, like Andrew Heaney, who has since been moved to the bullpen, but when he got to 80 pitches, they, you know, <laughs> he's got a little unsettled there. So they, they know where guys hit their wall and maybe analytics, analytics can be their guide on that. But if they see a guy who's, who's at 80 pitches and he's breezing through a lineup, they're going to let him go. It's just, it's just, you know, you can go back to that, uh, that, that world series in 2020 when, you know, game six, Blake Snell for the Rays is dominating, absolutely dominating. Gets to the sixth inning, gives up one hit. They take him out, and they ended up losing the game and losing the series to the Dodgers. And it, it, it just didn't – the numbers there didn't match the eye test. He was absolutely right. dominating. And as soon as he was out of the game, the Dodgers got excited about it. So there's a lot of that that I don't think – I think Bruce Bochy and, and Mike Maddox would be like, nah, I know what your numbers say, but this is what we're, this is what we're seeing and what we're going with. And I like that personally. I do. I mean, sure. I, I want a guy to be able to just say, Hey, I, I know what's happening right now. We're going to roll with it, whether the numbers tell us to roll with it or not. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and analytics, analytics is probability. Analytics is not set in stone. You know, it, right. it, 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 it's percentages that this is going to happen. Well, there's another side to it. And maybe sometimes it's the odds, you know, maybe it's sometimes it's 60, 40 or, or 70, 30, but, but at some point that 30 is going to hit <laughs> and right. you, you really rely on the guys who know when it's going to hit. And that's, that's kind of uh, what I think the Bochy and Maddox philosophy is on pitching is we've seen a lot. We've been through a lot of wars. Um, if, if we see what we like and the, the numbers disagree, we're going, we're going with our guts. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, we talked so much this this year about what the Rangers have in the farm system. Are we still looking at maybe a couple of call ups to kind of maybe give them some a little bit of not enough at bats or anything like that, but just that major league experience that some of them might need. Maybe if they fall out of it, you know, if 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 the games the last week don't mean a lot, then then maybe then maybe you could see that happening. But, yeah. Um, you know, when when Josh when Josh Young comes off the injured list, they're gonna have to make a move. I would assume it's they would option Sam Huff back to the minor leagues. When Adolis Garcia comes off the injured list, that's gonna be an interesting one because if Evan Carter is, is still hitting and still being a productive guy, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough decision there. But um, I think that that. In terms of the pitching, I think what you see is what what you're going to get, barring an injury. Um, you know, I, I guess Josh Spores can still come off the injured list, though I'm not sure anybody wants that to happen. But um, I, I think that the you know the the high A teams are done or in the postseason. Double A ends this week. Triple A ends the week after that. So I would think that that if there isn't a, a pressing need for somebody from the minors, then I don't I don't. I don't think anybody's coming up unless, like I said earlier, the last week is just completely meaningless and they want to get some guys a little taste. When you look at what they have, is there anybody that jumps off the page for you that says this is going to be a great addition next year or the year after that have really made some noise in, in, in the farm system? Well, I think, I think, you know, Evan, Evan Carter, he's doing it right now. I think, I think it's yeah. a, foregone conclusion that he's going to open the season on the roster. Uh, Wyatt Langford, the first round pick has been really, really good. He's in double a now he's 
he, you know, took care of business at high A. He's doing really well at, at double A. Um, I don't think he starts next season in the ma- on, in the major leagues. I think he probably opens at Frisco, has a chance to make the to, to be a contributor late in the season. Uh, but the, those those two names just just hop right out. And then you know, there's a there's a reliever whose name is Antoine Kelly. He, he came over in the uh, the Matt Bush trade last year at the Brewers. He's been just ridiculous this year. Uh, big left-handed guy. He's probably six five. Throws super super hard. Um, I think he's a guy that could really be uh, on the roster uh, all next season. It's just it's just power stuff, and he's learned how to control it. So, um, you know, signs encouraging things. Maybe maybe this happens next season. Uh, Jack Leiter. He's he's pitched really well since he came off the developmental list. Um, they're still not sure what he's going to do the rest of the year, whether he goes goes and pitches in the Arizona Fall League or not. But um, the the changes they made to his delivery have really really seemed to to take and hold, and 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 maybe got him on the maybe now he's finally on the right track to the majors. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, tell them how they can find Rangers today. Yep, go to RangersToday.com. It's a good good website. We cover the organization from top to bottom. Uh, we do it every day. It's cheap. It's cheaper than uh, the Dallas Morning News. It's cheaper than Athletic, which doesn't even cover the team anymore. Definitely cheaper than the Fort Worth newspaper that doesn't cover the team anymore. So, you know, if, if you're looking for thorough Rangers coverage uh, throughout the organization, major leagues, the lowest, lowest levels in the minor leagues, I'm your guy. Um won't, won't break the bank. It's five ninety nine a month. So, uh, yeah, come on over, rangerstoday.com, and uh, you'll enjoy it. Rangerstoday.com is where you can find him, Jeff Wilson, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Ward. Thanks, man. You bet. There he goes, Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today. And he's absolutely 100% right. It is the best Ranger coverage you're going to find uh, anywhere. He covers it from top to bottom. Uh, including the the minor leagues and everything. So a really good, good read. Go get it today. And they'll also send you emails into your inbox to where you can just open it up. Doesn't get any easier than that. Yeah, and he's, like like you said, he's the best. If you want the best Rangers coverage, then subscribe to Jeff Wilson. It's like one of the – I love this job for many, many reasons. One of the great things is – that we get, especially for the Rangers with Jeff Wilson and the Cowboys with Kyle Yeomans, who obviously works for the Cowboys Radio Network, and R.J. Ochoa, who does such a great job with blogging the boys, we get great information on the Cowboys and the Rangers and Baylor, and that's really, really enjoyable. And I like the fact that we can kind of put our Mm -hmm. listeners on, so to speak, to – the guys who cover it best too. That way, when just not just listen to them on the show, but go read their stuff and, and find out a lot of information about your favorite team. It is a it is a lot of fun, and those guys are very very knowledgeable about what they do. And you know what? They're good guys as well. Absolutely, both of them super nice, super nice guys. All right, stay right there. We've got more coming up right here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.